Fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He's gone. He's gone. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. He goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. Today, we're pleased to be joined by our pal Holden Kushner, host of MLB on TuneIn. Check him out tonight after what should be a dramatic game five between the Cubs and the Nats in our nation's capital. Winner moving on to the NLCS to take on the Dodgers. Holden, let's jump in with a reaction to the Ezekiel Elliott news. Have the smart marks in fantasy football already picked up Alfred Morris? Yeah, you should have. I mean, listen, you should have a backup plan for Ezekiel Elliott. Who knows? Tomorrow maybe there's a different court that overturns it because this has been the wildest saga uh, I can remember since, what, maybe last year or the year before with Tom Brady. So it seems like these things happen a lot. And um, Alfred Morris is the guy to own. Uh, Darren McFadden had his shot. I think he's more of a change of pace at this point. And Morris in very, very limited action. We've had eight carries this year. He has averaged almost 11 yards per carry because he had one really big run. But he's the guy to own in the Dallas backfield. Holden, have you seen anything from Christian McCaffrey to where you expect him to start producing like many expected before the year? Did you say McCaffrey? Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, like tonight I look at this matchup. The the Eagles' run defense is very good um, so far, but they have not been good against the pass-catching running backs. I don't think he knows how to run between the tackles very well yet. I don't think he has been able to exhibit that he can do that to this point. So, for me, Jonathan Stewart is still the guy to own uh, in standard leagues, even half point uh, per reception. And, Full point per reception. It was nice to see him get in the end zone recently, but I think the expectations needed to be tempered and still need to be tempered for Christian McCaffrey as far as just a runner. He has not shown that he can run between tackles. Much better in the passing game. Holden, as the Patriots get set to take on the surprising Jets, what's your view of Rob Gronkowski? Didn't play Thursday night last week on the road in Tampa Bay with the groin issue. If he's healthy, is he a must-start? Yep, every week. Don't take him out. I mean, he is... He is the number one tight end. I think Travis Kelsey is creeping up on him. I think Zach Ertz is creeping up on him. But when he's in the lineup, he is just a monster. He's a force to be reckoned to. He already has a 100-yard game this season. He has one of his three, only one of his three games under 80 yards. He scored in two of those four games. Um, historically against the Jets, you know, 2016, he only played in one game, uh, didn't do anything. But the year before that, had 15 catches almost 300 yards and a touchdown in those two games. So he's number one. You stick him in there if he's, if he's playing, if he's active. Carlos Hyde saw a reduced role this Sunday. Does that concern you about his production moving forward? Who was that, Cordell? Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde, yes. I am absolutely concerned about Carlos Hyde. Um, but I, I tell you, Kyle Shanahan has been absolutely terrific when it comes to you know, getting his, his system, and I've seen it here in Washington, D.C., where you have just average running backs turning into superstars, kind of like Alfred Morris when he was here. So um, with Hyde, he has a hip issue, and I think that, to me, is something that is limiting him, and that's, that is what's holding him back right now. So until he comes out and he's not limited in practice or he shows on the field that he's 100%, that's when I'll start buying back into Carlos Hyde. But it's obvious that that hip is bothering him. Fantasy Fix Thursday edition with our friend Holden Kushner. Let's shift our attention to the Bay Area's other team, the Oakland Raiders. 
Maury Cooper's been missing in action. Is that going to change when Derek Carr comes back from the back injury Sunday against the Chargers? I mean, it's not like he was tearing it up when he was there. The guy has just he's gone back to his rookie season where he has a lot of drops. Um, week one, Carr targeted him time and time again in the end zone, and he caught one of the passes, and he dropped a couple other ones. Hasn't been on the field as much as he was in week one either. Uh, just it's, it's surprising because you've got one of the best talents at wide receiver in the National Football League, and now you look at him and he's just not producing. He hasn't even hit, got the 10 yards over his last three games, six, nine, and eight yards total. So it, it's shocking. I don't understand he's on the field a lot, but um, it hasn't come together. The good news is, is that a couple of games last year against the Chargers, Went for 133 and 138. He scored in both those games. He also had a couple clunkers, too, against the Chargers. But I'm, I'm not trusting Amari Cooper at this point in a season-long league, I guess. You know, as a number three wide receiver, you got to keep him in there. But there's got to be better options until he breaks out. The Houston Texans look like they finally found their quarterback in Deshaun Watson, putting up, what, 10 total touchdowns in two weeks. Uh, where is he among the top fantasy QBs at this point? Fire him up, baby. I mean, this guy has the ultimate matchup, too, against the Cleveland Browns this week. But you know, he's throwing for over 250 yards. He's throwing multiple touchdowns. He's got four. So, I mean, he's running for 20, 30, 40 yards. I think he had, what, 65, 67 yards week two against Cincinnati. He's a top-five option at this point. So I can think of you know, some really big names. I'm starting him ahead of this week, Matt Ryan. I'm starting him ahead of Cam Newton. I'm starting him ahead of uh, Kirk Cousins. So... Matt Stafford, Jameis Winston, a lot of these guys. I'm starting Deshaun Watson. He's the top five option the rest of the year. Fantasy analysis from Holden Kushner, host of MLB on TuneIn, kicking off his long broadcast day and night. Check him out post game after what should be a game five for the ages NLDS between the Cubs and the Nationals. Holden, I think casual fans may have missed this one. The Saints have a shutout this year. I know it was Miami and London, but the Saints had not posted a shutout going back to 2012. Matthew Stafford is gimpy. What's your take on Stafford heading into the Big Easy? Yeah, again, I I get it with this New Orleans team, but as we say, it's the course field of uh, of football right there. You know, baseball, course field, more runs than anybody. It just seems like they get into New Orleans and it's a track meet, and that's what I think we're going to see again. And Matthew Stafford, when you go back and look at his numbers against New Orleans in, in the history, let's see, he's played him each of the last three years, 341 and two touchdowns, 254 and three, and then 299 and two, although he had a couple of interceptions. I mean, I think the floor for him is going to be 275 yards and two touchdowns. I'm not hesitating to fire him up. The question is, who's catching the touchdown? You know, is, is Golden Tate going to be able to find the end zone? Marvin Jones has a tough matchup with, uh, with his cornerback this week. Maybe it's Amir Abdullah. Maybe it's Theo Riddick. I think the numbers will come. The question is, where do those numbers go to? Sammy Watkins has had a, uh, I guess you could say, a history of having injuries, but yet when he's healthy, he's about as good as it gets. What's going on with him? Had a good week, uh, one big week, but then since then been pretty quiet since the beginning of the season. And this is kind of the M.O. for him. Even going back to Buffalo, he's obviously got a very – tough matchup against this Jacksonville secondary, which has been uh, completely shut down to this point. I mean, he just disappeared. And last week was odd against Seattle because we saw a situation where Sean McVay, not only did he not even bother going to Watkins, they took Todd Gurley out of the game after he fumbled near the end zone. Todd Gurley just didn't get many touches last week. 
Uh, I'm looking for this offense to get back on track this week. I just don't have any faith in Sammy Watkins because it's not consistent uh, targets for him. So, no, he's a guy that I don't even have on any of my teams right now. Holden, as always, we appreciate the information. Enjoy the playoff baseball tonight. As we say goodbye, do you buy the theory the Cleveland Indians will never win the World Series until Abe Gordon moves back to Cleveland? <laughs> oh, gosh. If he moved back to Cleveland, they wouldn't even make the playoffs, though. So. <laughs> <in LA. laughs> we would, though, right? Every day would be a playoff game if Abe moved. Every day would be a playoff game. Yes, it would be. Thank you, Holden. Bye, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on TuneIn.